Welcome, welcome. Everything that's hot this summer. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, indeed. Very excited to still be here, of course. The uh, the Mayan calendar, we thought we were all going to be gone, Gilly, but uh, the only person who seems to be gone is Boz. I'm not sure where he's gone. He just <laughs> left, left the studio. Uh, he was so <sighs> outraged nice, by the question it? about how many lovers he's had. I'm sure he'll come back. I hope he does because we're about to welcome uh, one of the greats, the man who is, of course, starring in Les Miserables, which opens on Boxing mm. Day and its premiere, Huge. Australian premiere, is tonight. Nice just to know who Jack Lynn is. Well, I'm not sure what you've been doing for most of your life. Just have a little... A talented actor and versatile performer. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Hugh Jackman. Ladies and gentlemen, Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe. Very brave of them to give over this stage to a couple of Aussies. Hugh Jackman's a Wolverine. Who am I? Who is he? He's Hugh Jackman, and he joins us next on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Uh, Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich, and Tony Squires doing it for the new Zing and Double. The legendary double is back at KFC. Good times. There's a lot of excitement in the room, a lot of excitement in the studio. Always. Just r- always. Well, not just about you, Boz. Not about you, but about the man. There's a lot of Oscar buzz uh, for his performance in Les Miserables, and deservedly so. It is brilliant. He is, of course, the great Hugh Jackman, and he joins us on the show right now. G'day, mate. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Very well, very thank good. you. You're, you're just very short time away from uh, hitting the red carpet for the premiere of the film. What are you wearing? Uh, I'll, be, I'll be wearing a black tie, mate. I think I've got a... I think it's D&G, Dolce Gabbana, from memory. I'm not oh, sure. Nice. Yeah, mate, I'm gonna, yeah, it's a big one. Here's hometown, Russell and I, and actually the director is half Australian, Tom Hooper, so it's the two and a half Aussies going to hit the red carpet soon. There you go. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you a very serious question from the off, because we, oh. we saw the film and loved it, and your performance deserves that Oscar buzz. But it's such a massive film, such a massive role... Did you ever doubt yourself? Yep. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I kind of actually, I remember pulling Deb aside probably a few weeks before I started. It was a weird film and that we had nine weeks of rehearsal. And I said, Deb, I, I, I may have bitten off more than I can chew here. It was a particularly bad day of rehearsal. And she kind of, as she always does, she set me straight. And she said, babe, if you didn't feel that way about playing Jean Valjean, then you're not the right person for the role. So it should be the most difficult thing you've ever done. It should be hard. And yes, you're going to nail it. Now, shut up and don't mention it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. <laughs> Here you uh, self-doubt. I believe there was a bit of self-doubt in a few of the, your fellow actors and actresses uh, in regards to singing in front of camera. Yeah. Uh, and I believe Russell Crowe opened up his house the night before shooting started yeah. to get the karaoke machine out. Now, I've only had the privilege of once spending a night at a Russell Crowe party Have where you? there was singing and a few bevies involved, and yep. I missed training the next day. <laughs> uh, how was shooting on, on day one? Did you sing, Gilly? Oh, I sort of mumbled away in the corner, mate, and left <laughs> Rex Harrison style. It was a launch of his album. Two, two Fog yeah, or no, Toe Fog? A great, great band they were, of course, or still are. If still I got a call, it was about 10.30 at night, the day before our first rehearsal, and it was Jacko, uh, it's Rusty. I was like, hey, mate, how are you guys? Why don't you come over here, we'll sing through our stuff. I'm like, I said, Rusty, it's 10.30. Yeah, 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 we were on in the morning, yes, come on, harden up, Jackman, and so I did. I was over there by 11 o'clock, and we were singing, and he used to actually have... Uh, Similar parties to the one you attended, Gilly, um, once a week. It was actually, it was fantastic. It, it, you know, it was a pretty pressured job, and 
because as you were saying you know we were singing live so in a way every day had that feeling of an opening night in the theater and a closing night right because you may never sing the song again so there was a little bit of pressure each day so uh, his parties were much needed uh, Hugh, um, for someone like me who doesn't know about the actual shooting of the mm. films, now I noticed at the beginning of the film you had the shaved hair and a little yep. bit thinner, yep. and then for the rest of the film, the full head of hair and, and back to your normal physique. So do you shoot those, uh, the later scenes first, and then the, the first scenes last? Uh, Is that how you do it? The other way around. So oh, okay. uh, we started with, uh, because it's too hard to kind of, it takes me a long time, right, to mm. get that leanness that he wanted. He wanted that really sunken cheeks, yep. the director did. So probably three or four months before I really, I was hitting the gym about three hours a day because I had to stay as strong as I could, but then really get the sunken cheeks. About 36 hours before um, shooting that first scene, I stopped taking liquid as an old bodybuilder trick. So mm. I had no liquids and that, like, you lose some. You can lose like four kilos of water weight from mm. it. So I did that and then literally from that day uh, to the end, I put 14 kilos back on. That was a fun bit, I have to tell you. That was good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Anything you want to eat, you can do. Pretty and, much. Mate, um, Often blokes are afraid of musicals. Now, I went to the, the film with Boz, who turned to me after Tremendous. two songs and said, is this a musical? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for the blokes who you know, think about, oh, it's a musical, do I go and see a musical? Why shouldn't they be afraid? Well, I, I, I know what they mean, and I, I, you know, I'm actually someone who's always generally enjoyed it, although a bad musical is like you know, the worst thing on the planet. But, you know, Les Mis is one of the great stories of all time. The music is fantastic, and it's a very uh, incredible story. Uh, and so I think it's one of those things I have mates, like Grubby Marlowe, my mate when I was at high school, is about as much as you get. He, he was playing that thing nonstop. It's very... It's, I think some people think musicals and they think jazz hands and tap shoes and everyone's smiling way too hard and all that sort of thing. But this is not like that. This is very kind of, I suppose, muscular and very, yeah. Yeah, you know, it it's, a, it's just a great story. It so is. It's, it's a great, great that you've got a mate called Grubby as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Jackman, stick around. We're talking to the great Hugh Jackman here on the KFC Summer Session. Back in a minute. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Uh, Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich and Tony Squires doing it for the new Zing and Double. The legendary double is back at KFC. Good times. And Hugh Jackman joins us ahead of the premiere of Les Miserables in Australia. Uh, look, I want to play something to you, Hugh, that appeared, I think it was yesterday's Today Show. Uh, you oh, yeah. were on it and it was sensational as ever. Uh, your relationship with uh, host Lisa Wilkinson is obviously burgeoning. Um, <laughs> just listen to this. I mean, you were quite <laughs> instrumental in, in helping Carl get that gold logie, or you were really spruiking for him. We could always do a threesome most mornings. I don't think Carl would have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> what happened next? Wow. Was um, thankfully, we were still on air, um, because if we'd gone to a commercial break, I don't think we could have held back. <laughs> the As the boys mentioned, they got the, had the privilege of, of seeing the, mm. the film. I, I wasn't actually invited. Obviously, not important enough, so I'll be uh, lining up on Boxing Day with the rest of society. Uh, but, uh, mate, the, the director, Tom Hooper, he, he said your uh, audition was the most thrilling audition he'd ever seen. You know, you're a genius at both acting and singing. So I, I had to ask a question. You, you must be ordinary at something. And that brings in your good mate, Gus Warland, who's co-host of Triple M Sydney's The Grill Team. He tells us, well, I know you love your cricket. He tells us you're the worst bowler ever. Mate, that must hurt you. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's fair, fair, fair call actually. Fair assessment. I, I actually thought he was going to say uh, hooking. I just, I'm, I'm a shocking hooker. I see well, anything. He said you caught at midwicket all the time. Yeah, calling, all the so. time. <laughs> and you know, usually when I'm 30, 35, and I'm just hit, and I just can't help myself. Um, thank God there was no videotape on me because I would never would have got past five. They just bowled it to me, and I was just always top edging it all the time. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm the world's worst handyman. I can tell you that as well. Uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty bad at saying no. And if you ask my kids, the list will go on forever. <laughs> hey, Hugh, I wanted to ask you about another scene in the film, Anne Hathaway, who oh. we saw in The Dark Knight Rises, who was absolutely oh. magnificent. Mm. The scene where she had her hair shaved was that real? Real. Oh. It's actually funny, uh, Gilly, when you see it, watch out for something. Um, uh, I hope she doesn't mind me telling you this, but the, the actress who plays the woman cutting her hair yeah. cuts the yeah. first bit of hair off, right? Yeah. And then yeah. if you imagine, she's got to have this haircut for the rest of the film, so they don't want an actress to cut her entire hair. So what they did was put her uh, you know, hair guy in the dress so when you see that scene, it's heartbreaking, but just look at the size of the hands. <laughs> man hands. Trust me, serious man hands going on. Like a match I hope that doesn't spoil the scene for everybody. No, anything with Anne Hathaway can never be spoiled, including right. her song is just an absolute stunning moment. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Hey, just one other thing about doing huge things like you've done, this film. Hosting the Oscars. Now, for most people, getting up and making a speech at a wedding is enough to make them sweat bullets. Mm. You were brilliant at it, but fess up. Were you shitting yourself? Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty nervous, <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, my old man worked for Price Waterhouse his whole life, right? Yeah. So when the... Remember the accountants used to come out with the briefcase and stand yeah. there like mm. idiots, you know, for 10 seconds, really awkward 10 seconds, mm. right? We used to stand up and cheer at that. Right? <laughs> it was so far beyond the realm of imagination for me that I would be hosting it that all I kept thinking was, even if you stuff this up, do not not have a good time and and luckily just before i went out it was pretty toey and valdez who's been the stage manager there for 30 years he said all right mate you got 15 seconds 10 seconds don't forget you got a billion people out there good luck and I totally started laughing and it was the best thing that could have happened to me look hugh it's brilliant to talk to us thanks so much for being part of it thanks and all the best time. for the opening and the film and the oscar which you so richly deserve thank you guys hey, Gilly, well done, prediction mate. for the boxing day test Oh, it's got to be the Aussies, mate. Five days or four, do you think? <laughs> well, what day are you heading in there? Because <laughs> I remember you coming in one Boxing Day test when I was playing, and apolog- don't judge my manhood on that. It was an ice bath I just got out of. It wasn't warm. But anyway, enjoy, right. the, enjoy the summer, mate, and well done again. Thanks, Gilly. Thanks, guys. All there good. goes Hugh Bye. Jackman on the KFC Summer Session. What a guy. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. All for the new Zing and Double from KFC. It's back, the double, this time spicier than ever. All right, since this is our last show, for 2012. We will be back on January 2, though. Uh, earlier, we decided just to go through some of the sporting highlights of the year, some of our favourite moments, and we thought, well, if we're doing that, why don't we let you get involved? So this is our poll for today. It's the online one. You've got to head to triplem.com.au and tell us what was your sporting highlight of 2012. These are your options. You've got Sally Pearson winning that gold at the London Games. Gold, gold, yeah. gold. You have the Swans, the glory of the Swans winning the AFL Grand Final. Sorry, mm-hmm. Hawks. You have Cooper Cronk, the field goal to win in origin. Oh, sorry, don't Bruce. put that. <laughs> sorry, don't put that. No. You've got Michael Clark. He's four double centuries, including a triple mm-hmm. uh, in the calendar year. Just amazing. And we also have Alessandro Del Piero oh. signing to Sydney FC and the Hyundai A-League. Mm-hmm. All right, all for Hyundai. Brilliant cars, brilliant value. 
value special offers on now. Go online, tell us what you thought was the sporting highlight of 2012. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double at KFC. Double the good times. Uh, I'm not sure if people have been preparing for good times today. Mm. The Mayan calendar, the prediction, of course, that when the Mayan calendar finishes, sure. so does the world. I think detail, Boz, it's, I think, Australian Eastern Standard stand, Daylight Saving yes. Time, 10 o'clock. That's maybe, right, Maybe 10 the specific time. AEDT time. Yeah, so I, I was thinking we'd got through already, but there is still a chance. Still a chance, yeah. Yeah, yeah still, no, a chance. still a chance. And look, uh, I don't know if you, either of you, uh, people who believe in that kind of stuff, uh, did you go in like last night? Were you? No. Uh, no, not con- no, no concern? No, <laughs> nor me. No, no Gilly, concern, no, Gilly? No, no, okay. no. If it was our last night, would you um, want to accompany me to another film? No. <laughs> Oh. On my last night of go on a, to a film with you. I thought, it was a I thought you were going to say, would you like to be my 26th lover? Gilly. Boom, that was a beauty, Let's buddy. have dinner in the film first, Actually, Gilly. Actually, I was, ca- I was yeah, doing yeah. a recount on that uh, 25. I, I haven't got up to 25 yet. No, you haven't you? No. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, look, I'm off it. Th- look, stop, stop ruining my thought. Sorry, I'm sorry. going on one path here. I'm going down the sorry. path of the mind. <laughs> because I do love you, uh, and both of you, and I've grown yes. to over the past week and a half, yes. or two weeks now, I'm... Careful, and I'm worried about how you would survive such an event because if there is a cataclysmic event, I guess you do need to be prepared. Many people they've rushed to places in Turkey. That's there's a city there uh, which is apparently the only safe haven in the world, so that's where mm. people are going to. Uh, but you know, you need to have some plans in place. So what I've done for you, just as a favour, because of how how much our relationship has grown over You're the past caring man, aren't you? Thank, Thank you. you. I've gone to a man who I think will probably have all of the answers. He's a he's a survivor. Uh, he's an yeah. author. Uh, he's written a New York Times bestseller, How to Survive the End of the World as We Know It. Mm. Uh, he's got a survival blog, which th- apparently has 300,000 visitors per week. So there's a lot wow. of people who are worried about this. Wow. Yeah. His name is James Wesley Rawl. So earlier today, I just got mm. in touch with James. He's in the US. Mm-hmm. That's how much. I've gone overseas for you mm-hmm. via the phone, obviously. Uh, and just to find out if he had any tips for if this event is real, what are the survival tips? Well, I think it takes faith and friends to survive. Obviously, people need to team up. Uh, It's not something you can handle by yourself. Uh, It takes a a dedicated group of people uh, with a a good mix of skills to pull through. It's important that people plan ahead, stock up, and team up. Stock up on what? Are we talking, is it canned food? Oh, all all the necessities, uh, staple foods. You need to have a a good source of water, and that, of course, would include a, a good quality water filter. It's important to have uh, stored fuel and medical supplies, the whole works. James, I live in a, a large city, uh, quite crowded. I'm pretty sure I don't have access to a bunker. Is that important? <laughs> well, uh, you know, having a fully stocked bunker is, is the ideal situation. Uh, look, I have to be perfectly honest. I spoke to James for a lot longer than that, but I was hoping the world would end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fully stocked bunker. Yeah. I, I, I've got a, as I've said a few times in the last couple of weeks, a, a wine cellar that yes. I could use as a bunker. I think mm-hmm. the guys at Punner's farewell party thought the world was obviously going to end because they wouldn't <laughs> come out. I was going to say, you got, more, you got more room in there. It was fully stocked. Hey? <laughs> it's not so well stocked now. But uh, when canned food, I can only think of dog food. When what I do think you mean, of that, sweet but, corn? There's lots oh, of yeah. lovely can- baked beans. Baked beans. Warnies. Yeah. If Warnie's in the bunker with you. 
Well, yes. the old Warney, obviously the new Warney, we wouldn't the go to The new Warney wouldn't venture no. there. Have you got, if, you, you know, if you're going into your bunker, who, who are you going to... Because you said a couple of loved ones, you know, close friends. Oh, yeah, who well, are the definitely. friends you'd have? Um, well, whoever can fit. Right. I.e. Boz has got no names. <laughs> no, I.e. No. I'll, I'll have the scales <laughs> on the outside of the bunker. Right. And if you come in under uh, over 14 stone, which is about, what, nine, uh, 90 kilograms, I'm sorry, you'll have to wait and see whether or not we can fit you in. <laughs> this is survival, buddy. But listen, I was reading as well. I just got the bio up. Mm-hmm. He's a former armor, army intelligence officer as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, no, really no. interested in the boss like that. No, of course. Well, uh, I wonder so if he's, perhaps, is, does that mean CIA? Perhaps or? you should. There's 15 minutes off of my life. I'm never getting back. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say he had 300,000 followers on his yeah. blog? Yeah. Uh, so I'm concerned about that number. Where, was that Turkey where you said it's the only safe haven yes. in the world? I'm starting to take oh. a bit of interest. <laughs> Three hundred thousand. Uh, that's James Wesley Rawls. Thanks so much. Good luck at ten o'clock tonight. This is the KFC Summer Session, and you're on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. <laughs> Summer afternoons on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session with Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich, and Tony Squires, and we were talking about surviving uh, if the main calendar or any other event, a cataclysmic event. What would you do? And I had some terrific tips for you. Jill has called one triple three five three. Good day, Jill. Hi, how are you guys? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Jill. What's your question? That's good. I was just wondering about all these people that are going underground and trying to get away from the end of the world. Mm. How are they all going to know when to come up? <laughs> Gilly? <laughs> That's a very good point. Oh, do you want to take this, Gilly, well, or do you want the buzzer? Well, if I know if I'm in a bunker with uh, Tony and Bozza, mm-hmm. uh, I'm the, getting out of there at uh, the first available opportunity. <laughs> because, uh, I don't want to be stuck in there too long. So probably when the food runs out, I guess have to go hunting. What about you, Boz? What are your thoughts? Oh, well, look, you're going to have to have some type of oxygen supply from above. And to do that, you're going to have to send people out quite regularly to make sure the filter's all okay. Because if somebody blocks what? the filter from wait, outside, wait, 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 you're going wait, wait, to die of suffocation anyway. Jill has asked a very good question. The question is, mm. when the event that has sent you scurrying to your bunker, yeah. how do you know when that's over? So you well, don't, you don't just send people out willy-nilly well, at any time. Buddy, what, in, short every, in every type of conflict, you've got to have your pawns. Oh. <laughs> Jill, I, was there some advice? I mean, maybe I'd, would you still I would have mobile assumed, phone work? Yeah, no, mobile phone would. It would be some type of communication going uh, in there, surely. I love it. All right, thanks, Jill. Right, there was some other thing that uh, I, I wanted to talk to you about, Bosnich. Mm. For those who um, have been listening closely, uh, Mark Bosnich is, how we were describing him, an interesting man. Mm. Uh, and some of the stuff he Thank says you. off Thank air you, will always find its way on air because uh, I'm you're just intrigued. Because you're a bit of a, yes. Uh, <laughs> you know where that one between you and I doesn't really happen with the squires, no. But I love him because this is my new movie, yeah, that man. Yeah. Now, you have an interesting system. You have many interesting systems about yes. friendships and so on. Yes. You had a system about when, because you're doing a lot of exercise. Well, li- the listeners won't yes. know, but when the music's on, uh, the boss has some weights here. He yes. does a bit of that. He does, he does push-ups. push-ups. And, and, and don't, don't forget how he rates his friends. It's, ah, it's yes. in versions of, of either Premier League, football, mm-hmm. Division 1, Division 2. So yes, a yes. lot of rating going on around, isn't there? Yeah, there is a lot of rating. The latest yes. rating one that he's come up with is how you rated in terms of people and women who would turn to look at you 
when you walk oh, yeah. into <laughs> a nightclub. <laughs> we, right. we started that, yeah, in the early 90s. It was quite good. Actually, it was an individual thing, you know? Okay. So the other boys would have a look to see when you were walking around how many girls would look at you, and, they, and basically they'd give you a rating based on that. So right. during my heyday, what, I reckon that rate, rating? Yeah, out of 100. Yeah. What was the boss's percentage? Well, at his heyday, it was you know, between 94 and 98. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, so I'll say that's 96. Yeah. So 96% of the women in the premises looked at you in your heyday yeah. when you entered. Yeah. What, what, does it matter what the look was? Is it looking true? No, it doesn't. That was, and that rule, actually, that was A look of quick, let's get out of here. <laughs> that was discussed, right. funny enough, at, at a team meeting once uh, before the manager come in. And, uh, but we and, had your heyday. And what, that was in the heyday, and that's what I'm starting to do this exercise because one of my New Year's resolutions is to get back to my playing well, weight. Well, where, where's the bozzer at now in well, terms the of... the bozzer is at 106 kilos. His yeah. playing <laughs> weight was between no. 92 and 95. So no, well, not my question. What oh, percentage are you now when you walk into your bar? I've dropped a bit. Come on. What are we at? Well, you know, I'll you know, I'll say worst case scenario, eighty eight percent. Oh that's, that's hard for me to take all those years in the nineties. You understand? Oh, still ridiculously yeah, high. I gotta come back well, to you in a second. I know, Wait. but it's, it's still hard you know, I'm still getting over that. Bozza, just, Gilly, as an Australian cricketer, you would you know, when you walk into a, a room, a bar, you'd have to be, you know, hitting in the nineties, wouldn't you? Of, of oh, heads mate. turning. No, I've, I must admit, I haven't sat down to take statistical analysis oh, on it, but I do remember entering the Australian team and, and a, a quote from one uh, fine gentleman that's uh, well known uh, mm-hmm. around the, the, the tabloids, uh, talking about. Um, just, it's amazing how much better looking you become once you've played cricket for Australia in prime time TV. <laughs> yes, exactly. um, but uh, but as far true. as rating it for myself, Boz, yeah. you are a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> it's the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Very nice to have the opportunity right here, right now, to throw some cash around because all week we've been giving you the chance to blow it or bank it. Here comes the money. Here we go, money talks. Here comes the money. Cash is king. Yeah, cash is king. All right, yeah. blow it, take that amount we offered you, bank it and go on the run and win that $5,000 thanks to Tui's Extra Dry. Blow 75K in a week or bank 100K in a year thanks to Tui's Extra Dry. All right, it's come down to that moment, hasn't it? We have two, two people standing, two winners who decided they would bank their money. We have Louise from Bendigo and Dan from Golden Grove. Hello to both of you. Hey guys. Yeah, all right. A little Louise, uh, you how was it three hundred and twenty dollars, I think? You decided yeah, to bank. Hard. Okay, how are you feeling? Yeah, good pass. Oh, I'm terribly nervous. Are you? That's good. <laughs> terribly nervous. It's good reason, too, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Yes, I'm really, really nervous. Oh, good. Well, and I, I like All that. If best. you just get a little bit more nervous, that would be terrific. Oh. <laughs> Expert comments there from You've been leaving me hanging for two days. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Well, see, Dan, Dan, Dan? we've only left you hanging for less than an hour, so how are you feeling? <laughs> No, Dan's not so nervous. He can't, he can't even talk. No, no comment. <laughs> no, Just yeah, breathe, Dan, I'm breathe. Nervous and excited. Okay, all right. It's simple as this. Uh, only one of you can walk away with $5,000 today, thanks to two is yes. extra dry. And I'm here to tell you that the winner of the cash is Louise from Bendigo. Oh, congratulations. Wow. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm afraid we are serious. Oh, Louise well is saying she'd blow five k on the clean crisp taste of freedom. Commiserations to Dan as well. I can't believe it! I can't believe it! I'm so sorry, Dan. <laughs> now, nah, Dan. Oh my goodness! Look, so Louise, you've got five thousand dollars. You said oh. you'd blow it on freedom flying first class. What will you blow your? You, you said you want to have some Louise time. Are you going to have that? Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, I'll, I'll probably have to spend a bit on the credit card and. Build a bunker. But I thought I might treat my hubby to a, a bit of a dirty weekend away from the kids. What do you reckon? Oh, <laughs> that's true. Now we're talking. Hey. Oh, Who dares wins, Louise? Who dares wins? Five thousand dollars worth of dirty weekend, please. All right. <laughs> you have it, Louise. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. Congratulations. Well, well, well played. Well played, Louise. Congratulations, and thank you all for being involved. Blow seventy-five k in a week, or bank hundred k in a year. All thanks to Tui's Extra Dry. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. For the new zing and double at KFC, double the good times. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich and Tony Squires. And uh, sadly, that's just about where we leave you, not just for today, but for the year. We will be back, though. Before we get there, I- I've got a um, uh, the poll update. Remember, you were telling us what you thought your sporting highlight of 2012 was. And there are a lot of options. Mm. Some big moments. Yeah, some big moments. I'm not sure that you're going to be terribly uh, chuffed with this one, Gilly, because, you know, no. you, you threw it out there. You didn't feature? Well, can I go? I'll just go from the the the, uh, the list. Uh, Alessandro Del option. Piero, yeah, um, signing uh, to the A-League. One percent. Yes! <laughs> no, that's not good, the one percent. Oh. No. Uh, Michael Clark's four double centuries in the season, two percent. Yes! Okay. That's not good either. Cooper Cronk, a field goal to win the origin, 22%. Hello, Queensland. Uh, The Sally Pearson gold medal at the London Games, 36%. But the sporting highlight, according to the people of Australia, is the Sydney Swans winning the AFL Grand Final with 37%. You did not get off that computer, did you, Tony, when that break (laughs) there? Spending a lot of time there, RSI. Uh, Sydney number one. Hey, thanks, boys. It's been sensational. We'll be back on January 2. I think you've got something to say, though, uh, Mr Gilchrist. Yes, what what is? This, can't, can't wait to come back in the new year, but I must, for, for listeners that were tuning in yesterday, uh, mm. apologies to my son Harry and daughter yes. Annie. I, I, I gave him a bit of a bath over <laughs> yeah. a little, being a little bit upset at a surprise that Mel and I tried to pull off for Harry's mm. birthday. Yeah. Uh, a few tears early on, but I forgot to mention they recovered beautifully. They love great bird art, but uh, <laughs> love you. Can issues. I ask you a question, please, Gilly? Father of the yes, year. Yeah. Mate. How was uh, dinner last night at the household when you got back from the? Uh, <laughs> a bit frosty. We got through. Got the Cold War. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your yeah. Christmas. Enjoy your break if you are having Have a great Christmas, Christmas everyone. And if Christmas, you're working, uh, work hard. Enjoy. And we'll be back next year. See you. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double. The legendary Double is back at KFC. Good times.